the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha, your source for real estate market updates and strategies and answers to your real estate lending questions. Now, to provide you with insight and help you navigate the constantly changing world of real estate lending, here's your host, financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. Good afternoon, Bay Area. Thank you for joining us once again. Misha Dimitruk, NMLS 694427. Joining you, as always, for the listening opportunity to hear what you, the community, has for questions and concerns when it comes to real estate lending and to provide you with the information that you need to make informed decisions that you feel good about. Now, the mortgage market, just like real estate, is always in flux and it's intense when it's changing in ways that people don't feel comfortable with predicting. Although most of the time, people will tell you our best guess is based on historic activity. Now, anywhere you're looking right now, you're seeing a flutter of information that's talking about what might happen, what could happen, down the road projections. And the reality is that they're having a hard time pinpointing exactly what they believe, the experts believe will happen in the foreseeable future, because right now nothing is operating as it has in the past. And that's really all we've ever had to be able to look to is the patterns of historic movement and what that's caused, the the ripple effect, if you will. And so we're talking now about real estate values. We're talking about real estate leveraging, borrowing money. The last challenge that we put out was to stay flexible with appropriate leveraging because people sort of start to panic in these times and They want to make sure their money isn't in volatile markets and they want to make sure that they've structured themselves appropriately. So I had a great conversation with Terry from Saratoga. Terry called because he has about a half a million dollars that he was thinking, I'll just pay down my mortgage. It's not going to pay off his mortgage. And when we dug deeper into what really that would mean for him, there was no recast ability, no ability for him to pay down that mortgage and have his payment spread out over the remaining life of the loan. So that additional money that he would be paying into his mortgage would, yes, reduce the balance and, yes, reduce the number of years he would be paying at the end, shorten the loan, the life of the loan in full. But that wouldn't have any impact on him in the foreseeable few years, at least, you know, 10, 15 years wasn't going to change that for him. And so we had the conversation about cash flexibility and what has happened in downturn markets before and who was able to capitalize on opportunity when they had cash flexibility. And as an investor himself, he absolutely understood the benefit of being able to take advantage of something when it comes your way. And that half a million dollars in cash flexibility is going to give him that ability to keep his eye to the market because in all downturned markets, there's an opportunity that presents itself, some new way of 
taking your capital and investing it for growth. And that is what I have advised him to, to take a look into and really weigh out the options of taking that 500,000 and making it ineffective. The only ability for him to extract that money back should he come up on an opportunity is to take out new financing, which will lose the rate that he has now and absolutely just disrupt the in, entire structure and stability of his current financing. So that was definitely something that I think he realized was not to his best benefit. And um, we're you know, looking for investment strategies and opportunities. But in the meanwhile, that cash is parked and cash is still king. And the ability to be flexible with your finances and when the situation arises that there's something he can capitalize on, he may likely have the upper hand because he will not require leveraging where someone else may need to come in and uh, get a loan or leverage themselves in some way, buddy up with someone else in order to bring the cash to the table that is needed. Uh, Lucy from Alameda called because she she's headed into retirement. Congratulations, Lucy, by the way. What a fantastic woman. Great conversation. And headed into retirement and said, I, you know, I, I've saved this much money and I'm thinking I just need to pay off my mortgage so that I go into retirement with no loan. And I brought to Lucy's attention the benefit of reverse mortgage. The benefit for, for Lucy was that she's still young. She still has plenty of life left to live. Uh, she's not resigning herself to having no adventures and no joy in her life. But the idea of paying off her mortgage absolutely restricted her flexibility because she wasn't going to be able to be as free with her activities because she was going to be on such a strict budget to ensure that her income or her holdings were going to last and sustain her in this fluctuating market. Now, the conversation of reverse mortgage came up um, because it was a natural segue. What if you could better utilize that money? What's your plan with this property? Ultimately, her plan is to leave the property to be sold, to be divided up amongst heirs. And by taking out the reverse mortgage, Lucy now has the opportunity to gift her heirs in cash, something that they can use in her lifetime while she's able to see them enjoy the benefits of it and keep cash for herself, for her lifestyle and her flexibility that is going to bring tremendous amounts of comfort, peace of mind, and hopefully a lot more fun. Now, this is the benefit of having looked at more than one set of circumstance. And it's for Lucy, she ad admitted that it was really a shift in mentality that challenged her in ways that she said, you know, her parents would not have agreed with how, what she was doing. And it was a really sweet moment for her to throw back to the messaging the tapes, the things we talk about, the, the ingrained stories that we gain as children in our lives and over our lifetime about money and the conversations that come into play and how that old information and that old thinking doesn't necessarily apply to today. And it's not that it was bad or the wrong thinking. It's just different thinking and it's a different time. So looking at the world that we're in today and looking at the world you are creating for yourself if this shift in mentality rings true with you, if you're challenged by this concept because this isn't what your peers have done, this isn't what your parents would do, um, or maybe this isn't even what your heirs or your children want you to do because they're, they're fearful of not getting a property that's paid free and clear, the conversation really needs to come back to how am I going to manage my finances with limited income 
And in the times that we are in, where the cost of goods and services are on the rise. Now, obviously, I did highlight that they're anticipating a cost of living increase in Social Security that this year that is larger than it has been you know, in history, which is great. But isn't that really just catching up to the expense reality of today? It's not that it's expanding beyond that. There aren't people living on Social Security who are high on the hog, so to speak. They are really just managing the expenses of what is. And that catch-up pay and cost of living increase is, is really only going to get us to today. It's not going to prepare people for future expense. So in understanding how to maintain flexibility, Lucy really was open to different strategies than she had thought of. And you know, I'm, I think at the end of our phone call, she was very sweetly said, thank you for opening her eyes and closing her wallet. And um, that was really a really powerful statement because I think that that showed her that she doesn't have to just shell out money and that she can come with a different strategy to keep that cash and have enjoyable flexibility. So thank you, Terry and Lucy for your calls. Again, appropriately leveraging yourselves um, you know, for the foreseeable future and creating sustainable, financially responsible lifestyles. This is what I believe homeownership really should be. And I have lots of conversation with buyers on a regular basis who are really willing to stretch and having that understanding of how, how far can you really stretch and asking questions about criteria that they need to spend on in their lives that maybe don't come into traditional qualification. I had a conversation with a buyer the other day and they have children who have severe allergies. Their food budget is off because uh, from traditional numbers. And of course they were laughing at the calculators and people say, well, my groceries are X, Y, Z. Um, because they have these food allergies that they need to make sure that they plan and prepare for, and they have to shop differently and they have to buy differently and it adds to the budget and adds to the time. And so I said, hey, we really need to make sure that we include these types of things. And they were a young couple and they were absolutely thrilled that someone was taking their real life expenses into consideration. And that is what the professionals here at Mortgage, at Essex Mortgage do for our clients on a day in day out basis. So um, I really encourage anybody who has questions to please reach out, let us know how we can provide you with the facts and figures and perspective that would help you get to a place of understanding your financial situation and preparing yourself for the success that homeownership can bring for you. Oh, we have a great treat today. We have on the call, Erica Pittman. Erica, how are you today? I'm good, Misha, how are you? I am doing well. Erica, please remind all of our listeners who you are and what it is you do. My name is Erica Pittman, and I am an active realtor here in Santa Cruz County and in the surrounding areas with EXP Realty of California. I've been in the business for about 15 plus years and continue to just love my job. Wonderful. Now, you have a really hot listing to talk to our audience about. Tell us all about it. I have a beautiful opportunity. It is a home that was built in 2015, and it is a three-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath. Um, the three bedrooms are all upstairs, and the two bedrooms that are not the master are very nice because they share a uh, shared walk-through bathroom. So in essence, each bedroom actually has its own bathroom. Um, beautifully built, one owner uh, in the whole seven years that uh, it's been there, 
And out of about 14 homes that have sold in the last 180 days within one mile of this house, 12 of those have sold for over $1 million. And I'm happy to let you know that we have this one beautifully priced at $889. Wow, fantastic. That's, that's wonderful. Now, and now this is an opportunity for a lot of people. The, the markets that are showing these types of properties, this is a very new home. I'm seven years young. That's incredible. It really is. And um, I think it's just, you know, the perfect storm actually right now for buyers who who kind of, you know, have been a little depressed about the buying process for the last six, eight months because it has really completely turned around. And if you are a buyer out there right now, I urge you to kind of jump back on the horse and get back in there because the competition has gone way down as far as uh, buyers go. So take absolutely. absolutely. Now, Erica, you're holding this property open this weekend. Is that right? Yes, we'll have an open house definitely on Saturday. I'll be updating the MLS with um, times and days. Hopefully we'll be adding a Sunday on there, too. But yeah, definitely this Saturday from one to three. Fantastic. Well, um, please share your contact information so anyone who has questions can reach out to you. Sure. It's Erica Pittman. My phone number is 831-818-4123. And my email is just my name. So it's Erica, E-R-I-C-A, at Erica Pittman, P-I-T-T-M-A-N.com. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Erica. We look forward to hearing the update of how this property sold and quickly. Thank you, Misha, for having me. Of course, always. Well, and there you have it. That's an excellent message here from our real estate professionals and a topic that we're going to tackle here when we come back in just a moment, the movement in the market, the strategy for buyers, and the opportunity that has presented itself when a lot of people are feeling stifled by the challenge of the last few years. Buyers who had experienced buyer fatigue, they put in tons and tons of offers and didn't get their offer accepted, and they were feeling sort of burnt out. So we're going to have more conversation on this topic when we come back. You're listening to Mortgage Matters with Misha. We'll be back in a moment. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha with financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. All right, Bay Area. Well, as we were talking about before the break, the buyers that are out there in the market are really coming back around. And I know interest rates are higher than what they were looking at last year, but the bidding war has been essentially eliminated from the majority of properties. And it's definitely not to the magnitude that people were experiencing before. Uh, and, and so that has afforded the buyers that have stuck with it or have come back to it, the opportunity to capture on properties and to offer reasonably. In last year, the year before, you were seeing buyers who were petrified going into make an offer because it's, it's not unreasonable, but they get emotionally invested in a property. They get so excited about the ability to live there. They, they see themselves there. They view their family there. They picture their holidays and they just imagine what it would be like for them. And they begin to have heartstring attachments. And in that, when they find out they're one of 20 offers, it, it definitely feels like a kick in the teeth because there's 19 people who are going to be very sad at the end of that review of contracts and only one person can walk away with the property. And the times have changed and the tables have turned and we're definitely seeing buyers 
stepping up, being the only offer and, and getting their offers accepted. And we're seeing more negotiation, which is really the foundation of real estate. It's, it, there's a contract, but there's a negotiation and the artful negotiation between buyers and sellers to bring everyone to the table to give everybody what they need. Now, is it true that sellers may be still holding on to what prices would have been last spring? Some of them, absolutely. Those are the people whose properties are not selling and who aren't accepting the reasonable market values that are being made today. The buyers that are out there in the market who are thinking that sellers should absolutely just take a wash on the property um, because the market is turning, who aren't being realistic about where the market still is value-wise, um, you know, that's really the piece that we're, we're seeing where the professionals step in and help everyone get on the same page. This time is obviously challenging for buyers because prices are still high and rates are likewise. But the prospect of purchasing a property now and securing your housing, financing fluctuates, the opportunity to refinance, and you know, the, the charts are out there for you to look at where interest rates have been over the last 15, 20 years is all over the map. Were they lower in the last two years than they ever have been? Yes. But is that normal? And is the fluctuation of the market normal? Those are not normal rates that we experienced. And the fluctuation of the market is. So as I started the show talking about fluctuation and change within our industry, be it lending or real estate or the combination of the two, is an everyday occurrence. And being comfortable with those changes and understanding that real estate is an investment in your long-term success. Overall, real estate gains value over time. Historically, even when there has been a downturn in the market, when people have held on to their properties, they have come to realize the recovery or the rebound and the ability to grow in addition to. And so this is conversation that I'm having with buyers right now is there's a little bit of fear. There's fear in the stability of the economy. There's fear in the stability of their income, of their jobs even. And what were to happen if they purchase a home now and then lose a job? And, and I had a conversation earlier today where we discussed the housing shortage and that there's still approximately 40% of the population who are renting. And talk to anyone who's rented a property or anyone who's in property management, and you know that applying for a rental is almost as many applicants as people were seeing to buy a property last year, continuously and consecutively and consistently. And so the opportunity to rent a property, even if you had to say relocate in order to get a new job or to migrate to a new company, you still have the ability in this market to be able to have a strong and successful and stable rental if you were to have to leave the property. But this purchasing power that people are experiencing and this purchasing time is, has people freaking out in some capacities because they're not used to the numbers of interest rates. The younger buyers have never seen this before. The older buyers are saying, oh, we've totally seen this before, um, but we're not making any moves. We're staying put. And so really the younger buying crew is the participants that I'm encouraging in the market to understand that there's a, the, a funny little saying out there right now, and that is marry the house, date the mortgage. And really the concept here is over time, 
you will adjust your finances. And whether you adjust them because interest rates go down, because you need to do a project and you need to take equity in the form of cash from your property, because you're leveraging yourself appropriately to make another investment with your equity, or your circumstances have changed. The opportunity to change your financing over the next several years is absolutely available. And so getting confused about what the future will hold because of fear is something that we're definitely seeing for a lot of the younger buyers who are just not comfortable or confident with the cyclical nature of rates coming up, rates coming down, and how the economy is responding to the current situations that we are in. And again, everything is not operating as historically operated. And the different triggers in the market that would have normally resulted in movement in different rates and different areas of the economy are not following the same plan. But that doesn't mean that stabilizing your housing payment is not advisable. It absolutely is. For the most of the population, your housing payment is the biggest expense you have on your plate. We want to make sure that you can keep that as firm as possible for your own stability. We're going to take a break and we'll be back in just a moment. It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk. All right, Bay Area. We have yet another fantastic listing to talk about. Joining us on the call today is Maggie Barr. Maggie, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I am wonderful. Maggie, please remind our listeners who you are and what it is you do. I'm Maggie Barr, and I'm at Keller Williams in Santa Cruz. We also have an office in Capitola in Scotts Valley. I'm a realtor and team lead of the Maggie Barr team. And I work with both buyers and sellers uh, looking in Santa Cruz County. Fantastic. Now, Maggie, you have a fantastic listing um, that you are here to share with us. Tell us about your property, please. Well, it's a five-bedroom, three-bath home in Boulder Creek on one-third acre. It's priced at $985,000. It's a mile from downtown Boulder Creek. It's a charming bedroom community in the mountains on Highway 9, if you're not familiar with Boulder Creek. The address is 165 Orchard Drive in Boulder Creek, and it has uh, two living spaces. It has a main house that's a three-bedroom, two-bath, and attached to the back, the back of the garage is a connected ADU that's just separated by an interior door, and that's a one-bedroom, one-bath. Um, but it actually can live like a five-bedroom home with three bathrooms if you just want to have it all opened up and connected as one home. Right. A very, very has, flexible uh, option. Oh, yeah. it's A lot, a lot of people are, are thinking it's great to have one part that they rent out for a while and then live in the other part. And then at some point, you know, they can use the whole house for their entire family later on. So it's lots of flexibility there. Right. Well, I can definitely see that. Now, this is a beautiful, sunny, flat lot. And the benefit there, I mean, a lot of people, I think, recognize Boulder Creek and they think redwood trees might be in the shade, but not this property. That's right. It is a very rare, flat, sunny lot that's fenced in on three sides, and it has a, front, a fence in the front, um, kind of, you know, but it's, if you wanted to have pets or something, you could, you know, make it a fence that goes all the way across, and it's good for kids' play area. You know, they could play baseball in the front yard or the backyard. It's good for gardening. It has a little garden area already by one of the decks, 
and it's even big enough for a pool. I've had people say that they would love to put in a pool somewhere in the backyard. So um, it's going to be open this weekend if you want to come check it out. I'll be there on Saturday and Sunday from 1 p.m. to 3.30. And if they, anyone wants to look at the photos or even the 3D virtual tour, it's online at 165orchard.com. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Maggie. Remind all of our listeners how to get in touch with you if they would like more information about this property. You can reach me at 831-252-0504 or just uh, go to maggiebar.com, M-A-G-G-I-E-B-A-R-R.com, and you'll, you'll find my website and you'll be able to email me a message from there. Wonderful. Thank you, Maggie. I really appreciate the opportunity to have you share this property. Um, We'd love to have you back and talk more. Maggie and I had a a fantastic conversation about the market, about uh, buyers uh, and sellers, about where the shifts are going to come into play and how to help people understand the opportunity this market is presenting. And Maggie, I'd love to have you back next week. So um, stay tuned for more from Miss Maggie Barr. All right. Great. Thanks a lot. Thanks for joining, Maggie. Now, one of the benefits of looking at properties that are in markets that are potentially not as busy, uh, so sort of out of the Silicon Valley, out of the lot and block, is that you're going to have flexibility like Maggie's property presented. It has the ability for you to have a suction of the house that is an accessory dwelling unit or an expanded opportunity for additional members of the family, Um, whether you have people who are coming in to vacation, whether you have parents who are thinking they might stay some part of the year, the opportunity to use that for income purposes is also available to you and the ability to offset your housing expense with this type of living environment is absolutely something to take into consideration. A savvy buyer will look at this property and see the benefit of saying this might be a sizable payment for me to take on right now. And in the immediate acquisition of the property, I can turn around and rent that accessory dwelling unit in order to bring in some cash and offset my personal expenses. And as time goes on, um, whether I refinance into a lower rate or a different structure or my income structure changes, I will be able to have more flexibility with that space. If you are looking at properties And you're trying to figure out how to get to that next bump in price point, because that's where you will find the opportunity to see this type of feature in a property for you. I encourage you, talk with your financing people, talk with your real estate agent. If you don't have any of that dialed in yet, but you want to understand better, give me a call. 831-435-0385. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha. With financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. All right, Bay Area, great news for those of you who are savvy enough to know that flexible financing options are your friend in this buying market. And because the no ratio loan, we and we talked about this many times before, the ability to show your assets and verify your credit but not have to provide evidence of income to qualify on a primary residence was a loan that we talked about over the last few years as a huge benefit to buyers who are, um, I call it under documented 
or whose documentation just doesn't support the income that's needed, although they may have alternative income sources coming in through additional family members who might not qualify or um, partners who might have credit issues. All of these types of situations are real life experiences that people have. And in order to get to that purchase price that they need in order to capture a property that they want, they need to have flexible financing options. Well, I'm happy to report we have a no ratio, no income qualification, primary residence purchase loan back in our arsenal, and it's available. It's now available instead of a 30 year fixed, it's available only on the five year arm. So the five year arm, it's a five one arm, meaning fixed for the first five years and adjusts on an annual basis thereafter. The rate is very competitive. It's commiserate with many 30 year fixed rates that are out there in the market and definitely going to be a, a go-to product for a lot of buyers in the Bay Area are wanting to make sure that they can capture the property that suits their needs, even if their paperwork doesn't align for traditional qualification. Now, as has been the story for many years, decades now, flexible financing options really cater to the self-employed and predominantly the self-employed because you have the flexibility in your tax returns to claim expenses of your business and minimize that on paper income. In doing that, you minimize your tax liability. You're not paying on a larger income, but that reported income is what the calculations for qualifying income are on traditional loans. And so for many, many buyers in the Bay Area that are self-employed, they've walked in in confidence knowing that they can afford a payment on a property that they're looking for and they are not able to get the financing they need at their local big box bank or at their local credit union. And it's shocking. Oftentimes I hear people say, well, how come my banker didn't tell me that I could do this type of loan? Or you know, how come they didn't direct me to speak with you? And the reality of it is, is if you're speaking with someone who is a homegrown bank environment lender, they may not know that these products are available. If you're speaking with someone who doesn't sell these products, what is their benefit of telling you that there's a product available somewhere else, aside from obviously the customer service aspect? They're not trained on what's out there in the market. They're trained on what they sell within those walls. And I use the restaurant analogy many times over. <clears throat> Have you ever walked into a pizza restaurant and tried to order tacos? They would just tell you, we don't sell tacos. They might not say, oh, if you wanted tacos, you can go down the street some. They would try to sell you a pizza. And so that's the same set of circumstances that you run into in the banking environment when it comes to lending. If there's a way for them to fit you into their opportunities, they will. If they don't have any ability for you, it doesn't mean that that's the end of the road. And that's why working with a lender like Essex Mortgage, that is a direct lender, a correspondent lender, meaning we have other people's products that we are able to underwrite and sell, and a broker, meaning I can reach out to any investor in the market that has a loan product my clients need and make the connection for my client's benefit. It gives me the ultimate flexibility of saying, let's look for the best product for your needs instead of let me see how I can fit you into one of these boxes that I have. And that is a powerful thing and also creates a lot of flexibility for buyers. So we can take a look at really the, their set of circumstances and their set of criteria and match them up 
with the right needs. Now, again, all these types of financing that are out there for self-employed borrowers, a profit and loss only loan, an unaudited profit and loss created by your tax preparer. Bank statement loans, bank statement loans using business bank statements or personal bank statements, and the no ratio loan making me come back here because the realization was that this was a very, very popular product on the, under the 30-year fix. And the loans were had no prepayment penalty. They had very competitive rates. They were used time and time and time again to help people make the acquisitions that they needed. And then from there, oftentimes we would talk with people about how to restructure those. And we're seeing a comeback of what a lot of people call private money or hard money lenders whose interest rates are somewhat commensurate with what everyday traditional conventional lending rates are. So we're seeing people come in with a need for flexible financing because they took non-traditional financing, maybe private financing or hard money financing in order to capture a specific property. And now they're looking for a long-term solution to it. The, the drawback to private lending or hard money lenders is they're typically shorter term. They want to be paid off within 12 to 24 months. These other loans that we would be presenting to you, they're 30-year amortization loans. They may only be fixed for five or seven years, depending on the type of adjustable rate that they are. Um, some of them even go as long as being fixed for 10 years. But it's really worth looking into the flexibility out there in the marketplace to ensure that you know what it is that you're getting. It's not just about signing up for the first 30-year fixed rate mortgage that somebody can offer to you, because in all likelihood, you're not going to keep that loan for 30 years. Even if rates you know, improve some over the next few weeks, it's really still going to be, how does that financing fit your lifestyle forever? We're gonna take a break and we'll be back in just a moment. It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk. All right, we are live with this week's challenge. Now, for any of the listeners to the show, you know this is my favorite part of the show. The reason being, it's the opportunity for me to hear from our listeners and to really get a finger on the pulse of what the community thinks and feels and, and how the information that I present really lays out for you and, and what benefit does it bring to you. I've had a lot of conversation with people about the economy and about fixing in their financing and trying to create stability. And a lot of it has circled around people who are looking to retire, who are looking to the future of what would happen with their fixed income or their finite amount of cash. And so this week's challenge is really to our seniors, to our retiring population. Let's take a look at reverse mortgage. There are many people out there who have released to me information that they feel is um, that reverse mortgage is negative, that it, it, it takes your home, you lose your home ownership. None of that is true. I want to dispel all of the myths that come into play when it comes to reverse mortgage. Reverse mortgage is for seniors. There are reverse mortgages that are allowed down to the age of 55. Typical reverse mortgage starts at 62, but there are reverse mortgages that are allowed down to the age of 55. You do need to call that property and live in that property as your primary residence. That doesn't mean you can't have other homes. And I spoke with Gladys a few weeks ago who wanted me to know that she was looking at a reverse mortgage and she was really considering it after we talked about it because she plans to split her time in two locations and taking a reverse mortgage on the property that she 
wanted to purchase in Florida, she wanted to spend the most amount of her time there and keep her home here in California and be able to commute between the two. Obviously, she has to have that as her primary home. She has to be there more than anywhere else, but it doesn't mean that she has to let go of any of her other property holdings. So that's another myth that I run into um, oftentimes, that you must prove that you can pay ongoing housing costs. You have to have some residual income. You do have to have some residual income. There has to be something that supports your ability to pay taxes and insurance, but also the ability to maintain the property. So for those seniors that are taking a look at what their future could be and how much better their future could be if they took the primary expense of their mortgage off the table and began setting aside money. And whether that's adventure funds, whether that's future healthcare funds, whether it's remodel funds, if you wanna take this property that you live in and you don't want to downsize or you don't want to move, but you would need to renovate in order to make sure that the house can accommodate you in your later years, it's definitely available to, for you. And, and I encourage you to take a look at the flexibility that reverse mortgage offers. Again, there's a lot of stigma that's been associated with reverse mortgage over the years. It is not required that both married partners be over the age of 62. Uh, there are non-borrowing spouses that are included and it allows them to participate in the transaction. So they are likewise covered by the no payment through the duration of your life, so long as it's your primary home. The opportunity for people to maintain their home ownership in reverse mortgage is absolute. You still own your home just as much as people in forward mortgage own their home. And there is definitely the ability to do not just a refinance if you don't if you already own a home you can look at refinancing into a reverse mortgage but there is something also called reverse mortgage purchase and this is a very underutilized product and it allows people who maybe they're selling a house right now maybe they're using their portfolio to make another purchase acquisition they have the ability to do a reverse mortgage purchase and never make a mortgage payment on that house for as long as they live or as long as they live in the home as it's their primary residence. Please give me a call, 831-435-0385. You can email me, Misha, M-E-S-H-A, at EssexMortgage.com. You can find me on Facebook or LinkedIn. It would be a pleasure to walk you through the calculations of determining how much would be available to you. Reverse mortgage is calculated based on the age of the applicant, and the zip code of the property. So the date of birth and zip code of the property or the area that you're shopping in or that you own in already. And we can get you some information about the reverse mortgage that you would be eligible for. Likewise, there are loans that are jumbo reverse mortgage. And these are loans available to people who have larger loan sizes and need that flexibility. So if you think you do have some basic Googling and you might not fall into that category, please. Take the time to reach out and get some very specific information about your opportunities because this information is available to everyone at no cost, and we're here to help guide you. There's so much that you can get lost in the sea of information that doesn't pertain to you. Everything about this industry is specific to your individual criteria. And just as you can't call into the pharmacy and say, I saw a commercial on TV and I would love to have that prescription. That's not an opportunity unless you have a prescription written by the doctor. 
we would like to be the people who help you vet through all of the possibilities, whether you've heard about it on TV, whether you've heard about it on the radio, whether you've heard about it from friends and family, or even if you've heard not to from friends and family on the radio, on TV. This is the time for you to get the information that you need so that you can make that important decision about how to live your best life going forward. Seniors are more active, healthier, and living longer than ever before. The ability to create financial flexibility for them to enjoy those years, to have their best adventures, and to continue to live a life that they feel good about is really what all of these programs were designed for. The reverse mortgage was initially, is, is still a government loan program that was started to help seniors stay in their homes. So they didn't end up finding themselves in senior care facilities. And it's really because the, the recognition that the health benefit of staying in your own home is going to allow you to live happier and longer. And that's all the foundation of what I'm looking to do for all the seniors within our community and all the members of our community on the whole. Live your best life, your happiest life, your healthiest life for as long as you possibly can. And with as much information in your arsenal, you can set out a plan that helps you achieve your goals. And we can all be part of your success team. Again, if you have questions, if you have concerns, if you would like information, I am here to help you. And I look forward to the opportunity. 831-435-0385. This show rebroadcasts tomorrow from 6 to 7 and Saturday, Sunday from 3 to 4. Looking forward to next week, Bay Area. Be well and stay healthy. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.